This podcast is made possible by supporters like you. Mahalo. And by Atlas Insurance Agency, Hawaii's largest professional agency, helping Hawaii navigate insurance solutions since 1929. More at atlasinsurance.com. Hello, my kako. Welcome to a new episode of What School You Went, where we start every conversation with that question because, well, that's, that's usually what we do here in Hawaii. I'm Ron Mizutani, and today we're talking about lava sledding on the slopes of Hualalai Volcano. Welcome my longtime friend, waterman, Tom Pohaku Stone, to this conversation. Pohaku is a cultural practitioner, a lifelong surfer, and uh, just one of the craziest guys I know. <laughs> Welcome to the program, brother. Hey, mahalo, bro. Thanks Long time no here. see, right? Long time no see, about yeah. 45 pounds ago for me. You look in <laughs> tough shape, though. Yeah, I've been yeah. working at it, you know. Yeah. With my 15-year-old son, he keeps me moving Good all the time. Good Dad, let's you. go surf, let's do that, whatever. So I got to ask, um, and, and be truthful, what school you went? Well, for sure, uh, School of Hard Knocks really... But when I decided to finally get a GED, the only place I could get it from was McKinley High School at the time. And so that's what I did in 1993. So I could go to college and, and get, you know, my education from there. Good for you. So at the age of 28. <laughs> I wish. <Yeah. laughs> hey, you know what? I know a lot of folks who went to the School of Hard Knocks and it's because they had to. You took me out to the slopes of Hualalai and, and the Big Island and and gave me a quick education on building one of these uh, incredible, because uh, there's not much history of that part, uh, right? Correct. I mean, you have to do a lot. You did a lot of deep research uh, before you you created your first sled, if you will, and then you took me out there and, and we actually did it. Um, one that of was the scariest, good fun, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life to this day. Maybe you can describe and, and try to be descriptive uh, because podcast world, uh, what that sled looks like. How fast are we going? And, and what terrain can you take this sled on? Well, I mean, I mean, when people have asked about the, the whole little, you know, it's, it's, pretty a, it's a pretty complex uh, uh, apparatus or, you know, traditional implement. And it's made all from wood, lashed together. And there's no glues. And our lashing, you wrote it. I mean, made, you know, the lashings from coconut fibers. And... Uh, it's made from Kawila, that's the one you rode, which is, uh, you know, unusual today because you can't find that wood very much. And then, but, but the areas that we slide on traditionally was almost like a ski jump, mm-hmm. right? Minus, minus the jump at the end, but it was basically made from the surrounding lava, you know, material, or, or rock around there, piled up into a nice platform finished with ash and then with uh, a sprinkle of, uh, you know, grass. It could be... <laughs> sprinkle. Yes. I mean, really, because, <laughs> yeah. because because it runs better on a little bit of material mm-hmm. on top of it. it. The sled runs better on the rock. Mm-hmm. It's faster. And what we don't have is those old sliding areas. But what we do have is the big open pasture lands of, of the Big Island, and that's where, you know, we use that. And and you can, you know, if you groom it and you go and look for big 
uh, uh, stones in, in the fields and make sure you're not going to hit one, then you're good to go. And our average speed, right, when we were riding, our, you know, our speed averaged between 20 and 40 miles an hour. But, you know, we know for a fact that we've gone approximately 80 miles an hour already. That's so, insane. Yeah, it's – it's uh, it's death-defying. It is. It is. It I mean, is. literally, okay, so for those at home are trying to visualize what this looks like or, uh, I mean, it's not very, it's very narrow. Uh, it's, you're literally, you're not on a real, it's not like a bobsled. Six inches max. Six inches. That's the width. You know, and right? I, you know my, um, I used to work out back in the day, so my chest <laughs> could barely fit. But, I mean, clinging on to life, and, I mean, there's no brakes. You can use your legs. Yes. But if you you're hitting your toes or toes, whatever. whatever right? And this, you're all you're all in once you once you launch, uh, and you're so close to the ground. Maybe you can describe what that looks like at 30, 40, 80 miles an hour. Well, I mean, you figure you're on something that's six inches wide, two runners, you know, up, you know, an open platform on the top for you to hold on to, and you're approximately four inches off the ground. So everything looks like just water going by. <laughs> you just don't see anything except. The bottom, and you're totally focused on the bottom of the hill because if you don't make the bottom, as you know, yes, I do. It's it's a slide on your face or whatever it might be, but uh, you know, it's just we. It's a commitment. Once you once you commit to it, there's no going back. There's no going back <laughs> unless you learn. And, and learning how to fall is important. And, and some of you better uh, skilled stand on it. Uh, uh, yes, I mean. We do, but it just depends on terrain because everybody wants to stand on it no matter where we are. But the injuries that come from that, if you make a mistake, is not good. It's mm-hmm. pretty much you're going to the hospital or something like well, that. That particular day, Lance Okano, one of the greatest longboarders I know, yep. professional surfer for many, many years, uh, he decided he's feeling pretty good about that day. And after a few going prone, he said, I'm going to stand and you got yes. launched, yep. you know, and split his his chin open. Yep, and we um, super glued it later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, why? 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 Why do this? And and what did what did? Because this is like like King Kamehameha used to do stuff. Yes, he was like trained he, yes. in, in the art of of sliding. What was what was the fascination? Was it sport? Was it? Uh, well, I mean, it was a connection to to my ohana, and and I just chose to. To focus on that, but as I got to know it better, I realized there was a commitment there to bring back the knowledge that had been so lost, and and being that it was so significant to our cultural way of life, um, I focused on my commitment to you know our way of life, and I realized who I was and why I was you know why I was here and my name and everything, you know, prior to my mother passing away. And um, it was... Uh, it's your calling, Fuhaku. It, yeah. it definitely is my calling. Yeah. And, and, and it's, a, you know, I made a commitment to, to our, our native community that I would, you know, never let it go and I'd pass it on. And so, and that's why my youngest son is hanging out with me. Right? That's so, what a gift. Right? And it is important to perpetuate and, right. and that part of our culture that oftentimes gets lost, not in just orally, but also in written. We so lose, much was lost. So much home. is lost. And yeah. I'm glad, or I'm not glad, I'm grateful rather that you you had your calling and you responded. Hello, 
unbeknownst to a lot of people, is really a Pele practice. And Pele is the goddess of the volcano, and that's how we believe. And so more, more than just her, it's a, it's a, it's a practice that was, that was focused on the, on the mana and ability of the women, and it's the women that were actually doing it more than men, based on records that I have found, uh, looking at architectural sites that remain, and or and remnants of them, and they're all come with uh, female names. And so it's, you know that's even that even makes that makes it even more interesting mm-hmm. to me and hopefully to the generations to come. But you know when you're when you surf professionally and you were a goofy foot back in the day, right? I still am. You a goofy still foot. are a goofy foot. Once a goofy, always a goofy. <laughs> that's but that's right. another story. Uh, you know people don't may not remember all the details of your. You had a historic. I mean, when I first met you, Paco, you you crossed the channel and all kinds of different vessels. You windsurfed. You did, you did all kinds of crazy things. Um, but in your mind, this was all part, part of your journey yes, that led you to this of moment. Of course. It, it, yeah. it was nothing but, there was nothing going on except that I had to complete all these questions in my own mind. Right? I had to answer those questions, you know, like paddling across the, the Kaivi Channel on, mm-hmm. on my wood board. That was, that was really crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, paddling to Kauai is pretty crazy, too. Oh yeah, nah. Yeah. That was the easy one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this guy's paddled every channel you can you can imagine, and oh, Lord knows the Kaivi is one of the most unpredictable yes, channels from Oahu to Oahu. There's um, more current going on in there than people know. It's like yeah, crazy. Yeah, I, I great memories of but that. But I love channel. it. Scary, love but it. it's 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 a part of who we are today. You know, I, I want to go back to lava sledding because again, I want folks at home to understand uh, how how exhilarating this is but how culturally important it is. Um, and uh, it's a part of your life. And people f- now, I mean, you have, you're teaching besides your son, Kavika, you're teaching others who want to learn, and there are people who want to learn, not just for the thrill of it, because there's an in- immense thrill, but they, they want to learn. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people want to learn, but it's carrying it on. Um, learning is one thing. Uh, maintaining that finger workout and your body workout, building them, is a whole different thing. And what I find is a lot of, in, you know, a lot of individuals that we have taught prior, especially under uh, Uncle Eddie Kanahele and his, his leadership uh, in, in the mid-'90s, is that people just don't want to stick to the traditions. And, yes, there's easier ways of sure. making it, you know, we can go to, you know, I mean, machinery and just do it all. But in the end, it's the knowledge of putting it together properly. If you don't put it together properly, well, you're going to kill yourself yeah. or you're going you're gonna to injure yourself or something like that. You know, so in other words, uh, I, I trusted you. <laughs> yes, I trusted you, did. you that day um, that that was constructed with a lot of, uh, with a lot of just you in it, you know, and I felt that, and, and, and I felt that trust of commitment once you said go. Yeah. I, I, you remember, I, right. I, was, I, was, I was frightened. I, I didn't want to go. I was, I bailed a couple times, I think, after like the first 10 feet. It's okay. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, mean, I mean, it happens, but, you know, that's the most trustworthy 
papahulur or slide or sled that I have because it'll be 30 years old in wow. two years. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. So, Thank you yeah. for Mahalo for allowing me to to write it. Oh, I'm glad you went. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we talk about, you know, all the all the slogans Eddie would go and blah blah blah. Eddie of course was iconic. Hey, iconic. You part of the team, right? Men who ride mountains. <laughs> Truly mountains. Hey, that's what brother is saying about, right? <laughs> yeah. The men who ride mountains. Um, and that one I rode uh, that day and I'll never forget one of the best days of my life. Good. And I I'm so grateful that um that you convinced me to go. I, I would have regretted that for the rest of my life had I not finally just said, oh, the heck with it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, to be honest, I mean, people who get the opportunity to slide, because it, it took a little while for me to convince Kaviks, you know, my son, to actually go down this hill, this area we constructed at, at Kualoa, because there was no slide there, so we just made it, and it's not a... It's not a small slide. It's pretty damn steep. Uh, and he finally went and, yeah, pushed it probably about 40-plus maybe. Unreal. Unreal. So, now, okay, one more question, and we'll wrap this up. But okay. So what if somebody says, oh, I like try. Uh, how do they, I mean, not so much just fly to Hualalai or, or, or Kualoa Ranch and find a hill. Uh, it's not like going down a, uh, what do you call that, the, the cardboard bo- boxes that we did no, as correct. children. But do they call you? Um, I mean, people reach out to me yeah. at, on Facebook, uh, Instagram. I mean, all you know the social media stuff. And sometimes I get emails because it's not like I'm not, you know. I mean, it's not out there. People can contact me anytime. But I usually look at the requests that they have, and and if I can make it, I can make it. If not, I'm sorry. But you know, because I've had people, you know, before COVID. I'd, had families, you know, coming to visit Hawaii that wanted to do all this stuff. And I told them I couldn't. I'm going to be in Belgium. So <laughs> I'm sorry. So I, uh, thank you for allowing me to, to ride your sled. But also thank you for allowing me to do it in blue jeans because I know you do it in your mullow. And, um, <laughs> hey, we all have, we all have <laughs> our ways. <laughs> right? You got you to gotta have to deal with the road rash. And I, I had a few scrapes and bruises that day, but. It was uh, everything else was, else was intact, and I appreciate that opportunity. And I really appreciate you coming down here. No and problem. Story about this. Th- this thanks is for very important. Thanks for the interest again. And, no, and, this is important. I know, really do believe that. It is and important. I, I want to thank you also for continuing listening to your calling, um, and and delivering. You know, that's kuleana. That's responsibility as, too. As long as I can, right. I'll keep going, and, and hopefully, you know, my my children will stand up and take over. Right. Your legacy is sitting right now. Oh, you better be. <laughs> Are you going to get hard knocks? <laughs> All right. Welcome. Good to see you. Take Mahalo, it easy. Bro. Thank you. Right. Mahalo Nui. Mahalo Nui for joining us. Uh, we ask you to tune in next week for another episode of What School You Went. Until next time. What School You Went is a PBS Hawaii production. Music by Taimane Gardner. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And tell your friends. You can find us on pbshawaii.org and everywhere you get your podcasts.